As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. From The Athletic, I'm Alex Avnos. Let's look ahead to the next games to take center stage in front of the world. This is World Cup every day. Wednesday, November 23rd features three of the game's great European powers in Germany, Spain, and Belgium, plus the 2018 finalist Croatia. But there are also two games with North American teams involved. In one of them, Canada plays its first World Cup game in 36 years. That's a game that Josh Cloak did well to preview earlier in this podcast feed. Highly recommend you all check that one out. Also making its return today, Costa Rica. And who better to talk about what the Ticos lead into the World Cup has been like than our own resident Tico, Paul Tenorio, who moonlights occasionally as a top U.S. national team reporter. He joins the show today, but before we get there, here is the TV guide. All times are Eastern. We get started off nice and early at 5 in the morning on Fox Sports 1, Morocco versus Croatia. Then Germany plays Japan at 8 a.m., on Fox Sports 1, we move on to Spain versus Costa Rica at 11 a.m. on Fox Broadcast Network, and then Belgium versus Canada at 2 p.m. on Fox Broadcast Network. All of those games are available in Spanish on Telemundo and in Canada on TSN. And with that, let's visit with Paul Tenorio. Paul Tenorio, Spain is a very, very big test for this Costa Rica team as is Germany, as is Japan. This is a team that made an outstanding run in the back half of CONCACAF qualifying to get to Qatar. What should we expect from Costa Rica at this World Cup? You know, it's kind of tough to say. I think it's reasonable to expect them to play much the way they approach every World Cup, to try to be very organized defensively, difficult to break down, to play in a low block and look to beat you in transition. I mean, that that is the formula for any country like Costa Rica, that is especially in a group with those teams you just mentioned. But I think realistically also, when you look at this Costa Rica team, even when they were successful at the end of qualifying, this is still a team that, you know, makes mistakes, gives up chances, gives up goals. And they, they also are not very efficient in the final third. You know, they need games to be 0 0 games in an ideal world in order to get results. They just don't have that, 
you know, that deadliness in the, in the final third. They don't, um, they don't create enough chances. So it, you know, I, I, I don't want to say that they're going to be this really great disciplined, organized team tough to break down because they, they are prone to making mistakes. But I think that is the, you know, the tactical approach to these games. And then of course you have the X factor that keeps school streak in every game. And that's, that's Kaylor Navas. Yeah, well, we'll get to Kaylor Navas in a little bit. Um, that seems to be a, a sort of setup that maybe <laughs> might cause them some problems against Spain. You're not, you're probably not going to get too many chances against a Spain team that likes to hold the ball and hold the ball and hold the ball and hold the ball some more. Um, what do you think their approach is going to be to try to counteract that? Defend. I mean, honestly, they, like they they understand, <laughs> like they understand that they're not going to have the ball against Spain. They under that's not a smart way yeah. to approach playing Spain. Um, you know, I expect them to uh, probably start with five in the back. You know, I, I expect them to look for those moments where they can find some of the speed that they have on the field. Obviously, Joel Campbell is a player who. Really impressed back in 2014 in his ability to play as a lone target striker. I'm not sure that he'll start alone up top in this. You know, they've they've played him as a 10 before. They've played him as a nine in this most recent cycle. He's not that young player that he was eight and a half years ago, but he still has quality. And he's still the guy who I think is most capable of creating a moment um, for Costa Rica. But maybe it's Anthony Contreras that you see up top. And you know, hopefully not Johan Venegas, who, who is another older player who's in this squad, who, who, in my opinion, probably shouldn't be. But I think, you know, certainly I think that Anthony Contreras, I think um, Jewison Bennett, who has who's shown his pace on the outside for Sunderland since joining the championship, are guys who are going to try to find those those windows where Spain has pushed forward. They've had the ball for a lot of time. And if Costa Rica can, can get a ball into space and get them running, then maybe they can create something. So I think that's the approach is, is see if you can find those moments where Bennett or Campbell or Contreras can get on the ball and, and, and create something out of nothing. And, and, you know, that's, that's probably how this tournament's going to have to go for Costa Rica. As I mentioned before, Costa Rica had just an excellent end to qualifying. They sort of went on this run that saw them uh, go straight through into the World Cup. What has happened to them since then? What has their run-in been like? What sort of friendlies have they played? Have there been any new players or maybe tactical things that have emerged in the last uh, several months between qualifying and arriving in the Middle East? Not really. I mean, the, the, that's kind of the disappointing side yeah. of things for Costa Rica is that you know, I think that there was, because of the success of the end of qualifying, There's there's been maybe a little bit of a, you know, Luis Fernando Suarez doesn't really want to make changes. You know, he's he's including guys who you you would hope had been phased out a little bit more. There were a couple players who um, snuck into this squad from the domestic league, but, you know, there are veteran guys in this team who are going to play maybe bigger roles than, than would be ideal for the big picture for Costa Rica, you know, that, that you, you haven't really transitioned them out. Um, when you look at the friendlies that they've played, you know, it's not anything that you're going to be talking about in, in the big picture of this tournament. They had, a, they had a good result against South Korea two two, um, but they, they played Uzbekistan. They played Nigeria's B team in their kind of farewell match. Um, and so what do you really take away from that? Not, not much. Um, 
and and I will say they they did try some different tactical looks against South Korea, but I I don't think we're gonna see them employ what they employed in that game. Like I I think in this tournament in this group it's gonna be what we saw in qualifying, and you know to credit credit to Costa Rica they they found ways to get results in Concacaf. Um, you know, and, and the big part of that was starting to integrate some of these younger players into the side. Um, and, and I hope that, you know, Suarez remembers that and, and kind of tries to integrate and push some of these younger players to, um, to seize the moment in this tournament. And, and, and that might come at the expense of Brian Ruiz not coming off the bench as much or, or even guys like Borges. Um, but I, I think it's the right decision. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You mentioned those young players but it is difficult to talk about Costa Rica without talking about their goalkeeper, maybe the best player in CONCACAF history, question mark. Kaylor Navas, of course, you mentioned him before. Uh, can you sum up what Kaylor Navas means to this team and to Costa Ricans? Yeah, I mean, maybe, I think, is, is, is not doing justice to, to Kaylor Navas. Kaylor Navas <laughs> is the best player in CONCACAF history. Yeah. That's just how it is. Uh, there's no debate about that. Sure. Uh, you know, I, you, you know, you're, you're, you're nodding your head. I'm, I'm here in my apartment with Sam State School. He's giving me a look like I'm a crazy person. Kaylor Navas is, is, uh, a player who, you know, he changes every single game he plays in. Um, he, he keeps this team in every single game. And that's again, really important for a team that struggles, uh, to create chances. I mean, the, Costa Rica finished with, um, six goals conceded versus an expected goals against of 11 when Kaylor Navas was on the field. I mean, he, it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous stat because he's a ridiculous player. Um, and, and Kaylor Navas is considered a hero in Costa Rica. I mean, it's that simple. He's got an extreme amount of power within the soccer federation. I think we've seen that um, play out over the end of his career. He basically comes in for the games he wants to come in for and and everyone in Costa Rica is okay with that because he's Kaylor Navas and he has he brought them World Cup glory. He has brought the the country a tremendous amount of pride with what he's done at Real Madrid, um, and deservedly so. Um, and the fact that he is still one of the biggest X factors in in Concacaf and certainly I think will be for for Costa Rica in this tournament, it, it speaks to to that consistency and quality over the course of an entire career. I, I am interested to see how much Kaylor Navas can keep Costa Rica in games because they're not going to have the ball. They're not going to have the better chances throughout the game. They're playing two really good teams. And Japan to me is very underrated having seen them play in September against the U S 
But I, I say all that, and I think to myself, like, could Kaylor Navas keep them in the game against Spain? Yep. Yeah, he could. Could he do it against Germany? Yeah, sure. Of course, he's Kaylor Navas. And, and that's kind of going to be the story of this Costa Rica team, I think. That kind of belief can certainly account uh, uh, for a lot. Paul, last but not least, we have four games coming up uh, in addition to Spain versus Costa Rica. The other three are Morocco versus Croatia, Germany versus Japan, and Belgium versus Canada. Other than Costa Rica, which of those other three games are you most looking forward to and why? I think um, Belgium, Canada. I, I really believe in, in this Canadian team. I think they're a lot of fun to watch. I think that they are um, better than most people realize. I think that they have a chance to give Belgium a, a hard time. That being said, if Alfonso Davies doesn't play, if you know they have bigger injury issues than maybe we all realize, it, it probably looks a bit different than, than I would have hoped or expected. But I think if you put everybody healthy on the field, uh, if you've got Alfonso Davies and Jonathan David and and those guys running around, I, I think Canada's going to be a really tough out. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing that game for sure. Um, but yeah, man, my focus is going to be Spain culture. I'm hoping to go to the game. We'll see. I got I got work to do here, Alex. Unfortunately, um, but I do. Um, Wait, you, I, I do want to go see Costa Rica. You have work to do? I, I had I had no idea. Yeah, my editors, they just don't let me just go watch soccer games at the World Cup for fun. I don't know what, what the heck's going on here. Well, I'll see what I can do about that until the, until I can I figure out a solution there. Paul, get back to work. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for coming on the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to World Cup Every Day, and thank you to our wonderful producer, Mike Zimmerman, for putting this and all of our shows on this feed together. I'm Alex Abnos. Enjoy all the games. We'll see you tomorrow. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.